It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and on tonight's episode, we have CNN's legal analysis, Renato Mariotti. Also, Riding Shotgun, the voice of reason, Patty Vasquez. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, do so right now. We will wait. All right. You've heard me talk about him before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, If you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let them know we sent you. All right. Singles only. We're here. My name is Paul Farvar. Riding Shotgun is the return of the voice of treason. My dear, dear friend, Patty Vasquez. Patty, how are you? I'm very well. Relationships are a good thing. That's why I'm the voice of treason. That's right. There you you go. are the Marriage, voice. Marriage, long-term relationships. You just keep us. For some people. Yeah. Okay. We, you keep us on track because sometimes we have guests. And, and lately I've done a couple without you with no uh, adult supervision. And it's just shitting on marriage. <laughs> it's been like, and they're long as fuck. They're long episodes. You're like, oh my God, we need someone to reel us in. I don't think that's going to happen today. I don't think, I think so we either. I think we're in a good, another we're in a good reasonable place. person. Yes. Um, uh, uh, CNN's legal analysis, who I just analyst. actually saw. He's analyst. An analyst. What did I say? Analysis. Analysis. That's analyst. A thi- that's a thing, not a person. <laughs> Oh dear lord. It's okay. okay. Siegel Siegel Siegel. CNN. Start from the top. No, <laughs> we're going to handle this. this. We're okay. going to keep this. I want people to see how unprofessional I am and why I don't practice law full time anymore. Uh, CNN legal an- analyst, lawyer and commentator, Renato Mariotti. Hi, how are you? <laughs> After good. all that. Yes. All right. Now we got it straight. Yeah, it's, it's you're, fun. By the way, you're my legal analyst. I know on the show, which is show. ironic. So like, I usually just know. go, I don't know. It's true. It's um, but yeah, I, I practice law. I still practice law. I, I know on stage I say I, I don't, but uh, I still have a law degree and I still practice. But Why do you say that, that you don't on stage? You know, it's, it's a situation where uh, I think when I was... Since I say I stop, I, I don't practice at a law firm. I did quit my law firm. Uh, I feel like it, it gets more respect as a as a comedian, right? Because they think you have a day job. You're just doing this as a hobby. Yeah. Okay. Could you now, spread that to comics who keep saying what their day job is? Yeah, yeah. Because they think that we're crazy when we tell them to. This don't is what say you that. Do. Yeah. Right. This is your once you once you are established, you made your decision. You are a comedian. Okay. On good. Stage. I'm, it's that's on the record. Just it's important. I'm, it's learning, on the record. I'm learning stuff. That's why I'm we say stuff here. Well, if, am I right that if it's on the record that that that's important as well? Wow. It's on it, the it does matter, actually. In fact, when you try a case, it's really important to sort of, 
you actually sometimes describe things that are happening so that it's taken down by a stenographer so that it's on the record. Yes, that's so, true. On there the record. Go. And let's describe the this is know. what's happening. Okay. This is what's happening. It's funny because I've heard so much about you from Patty and other people who've met you. And then all of a sudden, I watch CNN habitually. I go to bed to it. I wake up to WGN TV. Those are, that's how I get my life. And then listening to WGN radio, I'm and sure. And then on radio in the know, cars. Especially at night from 7-Eleven. <laughs> I am always, you know that. I, I text it all the time. <laughs> Um, but then it was so cool. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a guy that, that Patty's been talking about. I, I saw you did a great job, um, but we're not here to talk about politics. We're here to talk about How you. unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And I could see your uncomfortable. Uh, we were walking down Michigan Avenue, and, like, two people stopped us. I went, I walked up to Renato, and, and I was like, hey. And then two other people. I mean, it was that fast. That's how recognizable he is these days. Yeah. Must be good. Must be nice. It, I don't get that. It, it's It's got its pluses and minuses, but, yeah. Well, let's start with the the first question we have to ask everyone. You are single, correct? I am single. How is that possible? You're you're a good looking guy, and you're you're famous. You're smart. You're successful. a lawyer, mm-hmm. successful. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> you, have uh, a, you have a kind face, kind eyes. Yes. Wow. All right. I feel like I man. It's like you're like why am I, I mean, single? Well, Wait this guy wants to date me. Uh, no. <laughs> let's uh, just go out right now. Let's just go out right now. Yeah. Um, so I have only been single for a little over a month, maybe, or something. Oh, okay. So, so it's a fairly new thing for me. Um, I have, over the past, um, you know, 15 to 20 years of my life, I have not been single that much. Really? I tend to only be single for periods of time, and then I get right back into a, a serial relationship. Serial dater? Yeah, I've been in a number of long-term relationships. I've been married before. So, um, you know, that... Um, you know, that's kind of been a pattern with me and frankly, something I'm trying to figure out. I want to figure out what the right, uh, the right sort of person would be to be in a long-term relationship. I think I work best in a long-term relationship. I work best having a serious relationship with somebody, but, um, you have to find the right person and that's not always easy, an easy thing to do. What's the longest you've gone between relationships? How, how, what's the longest you've by yourself? Just not... Since 2002, I think the longest has been not even a year. That's a, I mean, almost a year is, is a significant amount of time. Okay. You, you know, sort of. Yeah, I'd say maybe like, yeah, maybe that was like seven or eight months. Mm-hmm. Did you set out and say, I'm not going to date anybody for a while. I'm going to take a break. I'm not going to seek this out right now. Me? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just am not at a spot where I've found someone to seriously date but I'm you know I'm interested in dating people but I just um, you know I've frankly had a lot of big events happen in my life I've had a lot of change in my life so I'm you know kind of resetting my life and getting that in gear and I don't use um, you know dating apps or anything like that ever you've never used a dating app I I used to use uh, many years ago I I met my ex um, through eHarmony back when that was a hot thing to do right Right, right back right. when there's ads on TV and everyone used that. Now that's like old school, but right? they actually use analytics to there to, to match you up. It's not like Tinder where it's like, oh, it's proximity, you know? Right, and it's also just a photo. I mean, right. I feel like now I don't use the apps on the phone, but I my senses is just like photos. You're just yeah, like, mostly yeah, photos. Brief you know, bio. You're like, wow, she's hot. I'll go this whatever mm-hmm. way is good or bad. You know, back then it was like you were looking at these 
profiles and you had to answer uh, many different questions mm-hmm. like and you would it's have like the a bar exam discussion yeah i mean it's it was a it's a whole <laughs> it was a whole thing you felt like you knew the person extraordinarily well by the time you got to the first date um you know very different sort of orientation of what they were like so you know i did that um it, dating for me back then was very different i was I used to be a very, very big guy. I was uh, morbidly obese. So back then when I was dating, that was always a huge thing. I Frankly, I, if the dating apps were based entirely on looks, I would have had even fewer dates than I had. I mean, I did pretty well for somebody who was a large dude, but mm-hmm. um, that was always an obstacle to overcome. Were you um, always, were you, as, a, as a child in, in high school, did you also struggle with your weight? Yeah, I, I had been, um, a, I, I think I gained a lot of weight in high school. And, um, you know, from then on, I had been morbidly obese up until, you know, 2013, 2014. Did you, did that affect your ability to, to date when you were in high school and, and when you were younger? For sure. I mean, it has, it, it also just affects everything about your sure. Um, your life, your career, how people treat you. Um, there your was own a, confidence, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny. I actually, despite that, I was a very confident really? person. That's good. And it actually, well, it, it was an impediment in some ways for me, to me losing the weight because I did well enough in life, in my career, in dating and everything to be okay with how I was. And so it, I never had this massive impetus to change that some people had for me. It ultimately was health and other things. I just, I wanted to be able to not feel like that was holding me back. And after I lost the weight, I saw the ways in which it was holding me back because people radically transformed how they viewed me, particularly women, but in general, um, I mean, people in, in, in every aspect of my life. I I mean, coming from, for me, um, I asked that because you you're like a serial dater in a way where you were dating these long term relationships. And I remember when I was younger, I was really awkward with women too. I was small. I was tiny. I was like five one. Teeny weeny. Teeny. I was Sorry. tiny. Yeah. That's and, why you, uh, is that why you were a skater? Because you were tiny. I was a tennis player, and then I then I grew, but I, I was just an awkward kid, and it was just like I was very insecure with, around women, especially. But I, I, I went through my journal when I was 19 or 20 years old, and that's the thing where for a year I've already got a blog signed up to do, and I just haven't started yet. But um, I wanted to be – I just all I wanted was a girlfriend when I was younger. <laughs> and I read those blogs. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is – who is – if it wasn't my handwriting, I'd be like, who is this person? Like, it's so funny. Is that something that you – was it something you focused on when you were in high school and, and when you were when you were younger that you wanted a girlfriend and you wanted to get married and have kids and all that stuff? Well, I had very traditional views of relationships when I was young. My parents are very conservative. They're religious, um, evangelical Christians. So they had given me that perspe- <clears throat> perspective. And, you know, frankly, I had a, I think a... Um, um, a uh, traditional view of marriage, relationships, etc. And that evolved in my 20s as I in my early 30s as I started dating more and ha- you know having more relationships. I was always a guy with a big personality and you know fun to be around, I thought or at least I you know or at least I was I was able to fake that enough I sure. suppose to get in relationships, but um I definitely I had a wrong a wrong um, attitude towards what relationships were about, and I think that was partly caused by my upbringing, but also partly caused by a lack of experience. You know, if you are somebody who was in the situation I was in at the time where I was weighed 360-something pounds or whatever, wow. you 
um, you have to work hard to find somebody to date. So they don't, people don't just come up to you and sure. fall on trees. And so because of that, I think it, it means that you, you tend to, you know, stay in relationships longer. You tend to be very cautious about leaving them. Clinging in, in a sense. Yeah. You, Cause there's, there is right. And it's, it's not a lack of confidence in the sense that you're like, well, I, I don't think I'm worthy, but you just are a realist about how, you know, challenging it can be and, and so on. I think that if you're somebody who's in your 20s and you have people falling out of trees waiting to date you and coming up to you and you just have all these opportunities, yeah. I think that probably develops a different attitude towards dating. So over time, I think I matured and grew and went through, you know, ups and downs in relationships and and you know, maybe developed a different perspective on them. Yeah, you said you said it was a wrong you called it a wrong attitude. Is it are you now what you've learned from that is that it was a wrong attitude to to stay in a relationship because you were afraid of being alone. Exactly you- right. And I think it's also a mistake to stay in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship. I think at the time, you know, because of the way I was raised, there was a sense that being in a relationship was itself an accomplishment, right? Like you get a, sure. a gold star okay. or you get to check a box because <laughs> you're married yeah. or you're in a relationship. And that's not an accomplishment in and of itself. I mean, I don't need to take anything away from anyone, but I don't, I think that marriage is a wonderful institution in which people can, I think, gain things from if you have a healthy and fulfilling relationship, but it is the 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 relationship itself and those values and, and things that you're drawing from it that are important, not the mere status of being sure. able to change on Facebook and say you're married or you're in a relationship or whatever. What have you learned? You said you've been married. What have you learned now that do you, would you see yourself getting married again? Possibly. Yeah, I, I do see myself getting married again. I think that um, I think that what what I what I look for has changed over the years and things that um, are, weren't important to me in the beginning um, are important to me now. I think I've gained a more of a complex view of how human beings interact and what is important for me and what's important um, for a healthy relationship. Uh, when I was younger, I had very simplistic views of what you're looking for mm-hmm. in a potential uh, spouse. We all did. I think, there you go. <laughs> so, they have pretty eyes. They there have a nice go. smile. They yeah. make me laugh. Like, or they're wow, like, oh, they're talking pretty? back to me. Yeah. 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 They're actually yeah. paying attention to there me. There you go. I mean, now I'm, I'm like, you know, if I'm, if I'm meeting somebody, I'm like asking questions about their childhood, you know, Hey, so what's your relationship with your dad? Uh, what's that like? <laughs> yeah. um, because, you know, uh, what you are, when you are in a relationship, you are taking on their problems as your problems. You're taking on their strengths as, and adding those strengths to yourself. You are making their life your life. And so whatever li- they're living, good and bad, up and down, becomes your life. And What's important is to have a relationship that enhances your life, that makes you happier, that allows you to be a better person. And um, I, you know, I've had good relationships and bad relationships, some better than others. Um, and I think what I've learned over time is, you know, the importance of of understanding the inner person before getting too serious and sort of being active as you're in a relationship about when it is to exit. I think at times I've stayed in relationships too long. Because I have a lot of things on my plate and I get distracted by other things. It's easier to stay in a relationship mm-hmm. than it is to leave. But also, you know, I think you get comfortable in a relationship. And I, um, 
you know, I um, I tend to be somebody who sticks in things. What? Because Paul is a little bit different. Paul uh, looks, for, different. looks for the exit door pretty quickly. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. About three months is that your? I, I, they usually figure it out after three months. Yeah, <laughs> but that's now it's been Whoa. less because now this show is a major cock block. And I uh, would imagine. I think. Wow! Uh, <laughs> oh, just because <laughs> what he is puts it out there? Well, because yeah. I, I, well, I, I feel like the the last relationship that I had uh, for me is I said up front, and, and, I, and I was going to ask you this too, uh, being a public figure and you, you're so busy with not only practicing law, but you're on television and, and the, the schedule's wonky. I, I, I would always express that to somebody who's, if I date someone who's a civilian who has a nine-to-five job, and they're like, oh, no, no it's going to be great. And then they start seeing how little they see me. I imagine that's something that you have to deal with if you ever meet somebody. Well, especially because you were campaigning, too, for Attorney General of right. Illinois. So I was in a relationship during that time, and that, that was a challenge for the relationship. Um, uh, campaigning is a ridiculous lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, I would not recommend that lifestyle to anyone, even though I encourage <laughs> people to run for office as a sort of a general matter. Uh, and I think it's important that we have people that do it. Um, you know, It is w- literally morning till night. Um, all-encompassing, and it puts a lot of pressure on things. About how many months were you running? From from uh, technically running from October 26th through March 20th. So right, uh, whatever that is, yeah. I'm bad at math. That's why I became about a lawyer. It's about a month. Uh, so there you go. Uh, six weeks, right? So I don't know, but a long time, many months, uh, six months, whatever that was, yeah. and it, it was grueling. Um, but even aside from that, you know, the months before that were a really busy time for me. You know, things are are better for me now. I'm only on one network, not on multiple networks, because mm-hmm. I signed with CNN. So I'm not. Um, that that means I'm on television less. I used to be on TV multiple times a day, every right. day, and that's that's a lot of uh, a lot hassle. of It's a lot of hassle, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, people think it seems like a, a great thing, and it is. There's there's it's an it's definitely a privilege in a lot of ways. But what it means is rushing to a TV studio, um, just just so you can sit there and wait for your window of time. Um, and you know, if you're out with somebody having dinner, that can be annoying if you, yeah, you know, right. you get, they got to run to the studio. So, um, you know, I definitely have a busy life and, and juggle a lot of things. And, you know, I haven't seen yet cause my life changed a lot over the last few years. And I was in a relationship for much of that time. Um, I have, I don't know yet what it's going to be like to be in a serious relationship. Um, that's new to this, that where somebody's coming with this into new it, lifestyle and how your life has changed. Right. Where it's like, okay, you're not just going on a date with me, but you are choosing to be, to take on this as part of your life where, you know, I am a partner at a law firm and on television a lot and I tweet and I, and strangers write, come up to you out of nowhere. There's that. You're, at, you're having dinner and all of a sudden there's a third person at the table standing there. You know? Have you, have you been solicited based on your celebrity by women? I get messages and emails Take and stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have, but no, but I will, you know, but I, it's not, it's not confined to any gender. I have men that no, approach me. Not, no, no, it's not confined to any gender, but I mean like but I any gotten, body parts. No all. body could, parts, but yes. I've gotten a lot of very crude propositions uh, from men and women. Um, yeah, it's a strange thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that happens quite a bit. I can imagine. Um, and I just ignore that stuff. I've definitely got some people who are kind of questionable in terms of their mental uh, state, right. who are very you know interested in communicating with me. Um, but yeah, I do. I mean, I definitely get. I mean, I think my law firm said the number one search term 
on their know. website was what, what my status was or whatever. People is were, Renato Mariotti single? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So they're come on. Now we know he is top top uh, bachelor. What was the thing that they used to do in Chicago? The Chicago's Chicago's, magazine. Yeah. Or no. Chicago, not Chicago magazine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you. I mean, you. It's a lot in the last five or six years where you've lost a lot of weight, gotten in shape, and then also risen to this uh, national notoriety. It's a lot to also be, I mean, like to find yourself in that while being in a relationship with somebody else. Yeah. I mean, my life has changed dramatically. So if we met a couple years ago, I would just be leaving the U S attorney's office. That was a big change. I had just overcome a struggle with cancer. Um, so that was hard. Uh, then I, you know, over just the last year, a little over a year, I became sort of more of a public person in terms of op-eds and television and radio and all of that stuff that I do Twitter. I was never on WGN radio, by the way, I'm sure there are others. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's all changed. That's been a big change. Um, and then the weight was whatever, four or five years ago. So that, I mean, that's all, um, all happened. My life has transformed a lot and, you know, be interesting to see kind of what, what comes next, I guess. You, I didn't know you, 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 uh, you, you had cancer. Was that some, were you in a relationship during that time? I was. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause that's some, those are the types of things that my parents used to, to show me to get married. Like, well, if you have to go to the hospital, you need someone that's there to take you to the hospital. I have a joke about it. Does that something that made you appreciate being in a relationship because you needed somebody when you were in a, in a position of, of, you know, where you needed help or did it, 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 it certainly put more pressure. It made me evaluate the relationship. Mm -hmm. It made me evaluate the relationship. I mean, one thing I were in one at the time. mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think that, um, one thing that I thought to myself at the time, because my mother uh, helped me a lot throughout that, and she's in her 70s, was, you know, my mom will not be here to help me if I right. get sick like this again. Um, it definitely was something that made me think a lot about about what I wanted in a relationship. I do think, you know, part of the value um, and importance of a relationship is having somebody who you can share not just to be there when you're sick, but to, you could share your innermost thoughts with mm-hmm. you, who knows every detail of your life, who doesn't need to be caught up on the details of your life. Right. So you were having this conversation here and you're learning all these details. Well, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody, they know the details of your life. Right. And I yeah. think there's a real there's something that's wonderful about having someone who's there to support you emotionally, to support to be a sounding board, to be there for you during all every struggle you have in your life. So I think relationships are a wonderful thing. It's just the hard part for all of us is finding the right relationship and nurturing it so we can it can grow and, and last long term. Have you this is so weird? You two are so very different. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're like it's we're a like weird mirror. I'm it's like, at, a, like well, we have world. a very sim, a somewhat of a similar background in terms of law, and you know, I was a partner at a firm. Not as I wasn't a U.S. attorney, but. I was involved with civil rights law. Um, we'll talk about that off the air. But um, <laughs> and I also was involved in politics too, which will. Um, I, I worked on a lot of campaigns, and uh, I almost ran for public office a couple times too. That's why you're. This is very strange for me because. But it it's really also is, it's very yeah. yeah it's and also and like ends, yes. the roads, like how things will. You don't go. want someone to know that much about you, or to be around long enough to get to know you that well. Um, no, that's not true. Okay. I, I think that um, I, what you said resonates that. You know, it, it's good to have people in your life that already know your backstory. Whereas, you know, when I'm meeting people often on whether it's a date or uh, hanging out with someone, it's like, oh, I got to explain to them how 
I quit my law firm and uh, I used to be a music. I mean, it's just, it's such a lot of backstory that I have. And that's frustrating. Whereas if you already are in a relationship, it's like, okay, cool. Now I could just ask you about your day and you already know what how I'm starting. Yeah, like yeah. how it fits into my, my life. So that is a good argument. And, and um, having someone to take care of you, like you said, your mother isn't going to be there all the time. So you sound like what my mom tells me when she tricks me. Uh, on the phone and says she's in the <laughs> hospital and she really isn't. But um, but those are all things that, that resonate and make sense. Um, still not a fan of marriage, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> that's fine. That's all right. Um, it's, it's not for everybody. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it's okay that it's not for you. Yeah. Are you, I think it's better for everybody. Have you been... Uh, now, you don't use the apps, but you've, you've gone on dates. Have you been in a situation because... What are your things that you're like, what you've learned from your relationships or just your... Since you've grown in, as a person... Where like you're on a date, if somebody says that it's like a deal breaker, like all right, um, she's a Trump fan or something like that. You know, for me, that has happened. Where uh-huh. you know I I'm hanging out with somebody and politics, unfortunately, reels rears its head sometimes, and you're just like, oh my god, this girl voted for Trump, and then <laughs> you walk away. For me, that's kind of a deal breaker, um, unless they have like a good reason. But uh, so I mean, I, it's funny because I have really good friends that are conservative, and I've. gotten along with them well even though we have very different views i think it would be hard for someone to be with me now if you're a trump supporter because (laughs) it's such a big part of my life i do all this resistance stuff it would just be i think weird uh, for someone to be with me if they had that perspective all the the knowledge you have about the law and and what it means what Mueller's investigation means and everything oh my god it'd be weird but but in terms of i just use that as an example No, i know you did i know Uh, you know in terms of things that are deal breakers i mean sometimes you react to the last relationship but i think you know for me one thing that i'm very much interested in is somebody who is um um has good self-esteem somebody who is um um uh, can be a kind of a chill person to be with which is not always an easy thing to find oh yeah um you know somebody who is kind of comfortable in their own skin um you know, if somebody's, you know, somebody kind of comes out right away and they just, they seem like they're kind of all over the place and a little kind of out there, that's just like a major turnoff for me. Um, you know, in terms of a long-term relationship, like if somebody wasn't, if they weren't interested at all in what was going on in the world and all, right. it would just, it would be impossible for us to have any kind of meaningful relationship <laughs> because that so much of my life centers around the fact yeah. that I think we're going through like a very difficult historical time and I want to do everything I can to make sure that it ends up on the right side of sure. things. So I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot of qualities that I look for in somebody, but in terms of things that are like immediate things, if somebody's like, yeah, I never read the news. I don't know anything about what's uh, going on. Has that happened to you? <laughs> and have you just like walked away? And if so, what's your exit strategy? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Paul's taking down notes. I mean, I tend to be, I'm the sort of person, you know, I just, I like talking to people and meeting people. And I guess I just go around and I. I just have conversations with people. So if people are like, you know, I'm not interested in the news or whatever, I'll have a conversation with them. That just doesn't mean, that just means right. I'm not going to have like a serious relationship sure. with them. But I, I'll just keep talking to somebody, but I'll just, we'll talk about something else. Same. I'm just like, okay, you know, if that, then it's just that, that just takes out a huge portion of conversation and also any potential for anything. Sure. Right? Um, ha- have you ever dated another lawyer? Yes. I yeah. have. And what are your thoughts on that? Because we talk about for comedians, dating other comedians, and for me, I dated a lawyer in a couple of times and 
they didn't work. It didn't work out. Is that um, <laughs> being because of uh, lawyers have the He's tendency? He's plead the fifth. I'm, I'm sensing yeah. a plea <laughs> in the fifth. Well, what I'll coming. say is this: I Will mean, you I do it again? I guess I would. I don't have any. It's not that, that categorically is a problem, but I think that certainly it's the case that when you have people who are trained to argue, <laughs> when you have people who are trained to argue, uh, and they both are arguing, that could be right. a problem. I think you know I tend. Um, you know, you can get carried away with winning your point, exactly. which is not um, helpful. I'm not even a lawyer and I can't. Yeah. But <laughs> lawyers are not, you know, but here's the thing. But, you know, the thing is not all the lawyers are created equal in that respect. You know, a lot of lawyers are very collaborative and all they, you know, their job is to create deals and sure. get people to yes. And so, you know, the, the, not all lawyers are the same. So it, there's a difference between having Let two me. prosecutors dating uh, or whatever versus having a, a, a person who's like a deal lawyer who's dating, right? litigators let's just focus on litigators which okay. you my point was uh, yep. other people who have I, I agree with you there's transactional issues and all kinds of other lawyers but would you uh, have you dated another litigator I did and you would do it again potentially <laughs> I'm like I, I'm not somebody I'm not a I'm not cynical about dating I think that you know I've been fortunate to be in relationships with some great people they haven't all worked out but I'm not, I'm not, I've not lost hope. I'm that kind of person in life. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people right now who have a lot of despair uh, in politics. And I just, I'm not that kind of person. I am very optimistic. I'm a really happy guy. So I, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have hope. So for even, for even litigators, even for, <laughs> even for the litigatrixes out there, I, I have hope for them. Well, we are out of time and, uh, and, uh, that was pretty. I easy. did my job. I, yeah. I ran out the clock. Right. He ran out the clock. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> he did. So well done. Your mission has been accomplished. Renata, where can people find out more about you online? All Twitter. Talk? This guy's got a lot yeah. of Twitter followers. I, uh, Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but I'm What's not that? hard to find. Renato Mariotti, which no one's going to be able to spell. Uh, R e n a t o. Uh, last name is M a r i o t t i. We'll have, a, we'll have a link to it too. All right, right, great. Will you share it on Twitter? What do you think? Will you retweet this? I don't know. We'll see. It's pretty right. fair. I thought it was I, pretty I, fair. I think it did well. Yeah, it we'll listen, you'll listen to it. Then okay. Thank you. Thanks yeah. so much for well coming, done. Renato, and, and keep up the keep up the good fight. And uh, and you too, Patty. Resist. Keep up the fight. And what do you mean? I, you so I, I can't give up a fight. What I do you said, mean? I no, said, man, no. As far in general, that I, I don't. Oh no! Oh, yet, I've been on your show for two years. I know. I know when to argue and when to just opt out. I know exactly, and I know where, what talking points I don't I don't talk about, <laughs> but we're not here for that. Okay. If you want to tune into that, go to WGN Radio. Um, thank you so much, Patty, and thank you all for listening. That is another episode of Singles Only Podcast.